I am Govoy and welcome to my podcast. So, how are you guys doing? If you're listening to me, I hope you're doing good. So, it's a new year and I just wanted to focus on my recent travel to Italy. I was in Italy around December. From around 24th day, I think I was already in December and what I was there for was to primarily do a small film shoot, a documentary that we just wanted to make it more like a pilot because initially our intentions or sort of like ideas to go there were sort of like halted by the corona sort of like rules and regulations so many things were not working back and forth we tried so many times to make this uh, trip or so-called um documentary trip possible but nothing really worked out so good so on the 24th we just decided like okay let's just go there and um without not some without um without a lot of equipment and try to see what we can capture maybe get to know people maybe just get to say hi and things like that so on the 24th when um on the 24th when we landed on in in Borgo Mezzanone which is like one of the most oldest um refugee camps in Italy I don't know if I want to really call it a refugee camp because to me it's not a refugee camp anymore I would just like say it's more like an occupied residential space by the refugees why because um Bogomezanone um was used to be recognized by the government back in the days and at a certain point the government decided to just strip it out of um out of the government i don't know government's list of camps and these people with their families both young and uh, and old were left by themselves you know so yeah so kara Bo- of Bogomezanone. Kara is like this space. Whenever I mention the word Kara, I mean like it's this space where like uh, they, it's this space that more like gives you this idea uh, of what was the government's intentions with the camp. You know, Kara is like uh, uh, before this camp was completely striped off, um, um, what was the government doing there? So, it's like the formal s- settlement that the government created so it's like this small area um which was of course marked with barbed wires and um being regulated by the police or the army and um um it it was established in 2005 as a site of as a site for you know sort of like bringing the refugees um giving the refugees opportunities to be able to relax and feel like they are protected and um and um and assured of security and things like that um so Bogom is an only first of all if, before we continue it was um it used to be um it used to be a military air base 
in the 1990s there was also a Kosovo um, um, uh, airstrip that that landed there so for a very long time this um, military airbase has has a history of sort of like uh, let's say um, homing or creating homes for the refugees or any let's say call the entry the asylum seeking sort of like um, um, situation into Italy so for this idea alone it was it made it it made Bogomesanone to 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 become like this sort of like an emergency facility uh, for the permanent reception uh, center for the asylum seeker. The building had the capacity of holding up to let's say from 600 to 700 um, uh, people, um, and uh, and of course. Um, in 2019, when we were there, it was completely overpopulated. Um, and Kara, which was um, Kara, which was the let's call it the legal uh, sort of like um, 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 campsite, was completely abandoned. So you could find that there are still people living inside it. And beyond the confines, you know, the barbed wire that the government had provided, there are also another group of people uh, in the ghetto who are living there. Um, more like a ghettoized space. Uh, and and um, when I was there shooting my videos, it was so hard. First of all, there was this um, there was this uh, so-called um, the vigilance from the community that sort of like it was like an an anger, uh, a reaction towards the name that the media has painted them with and the wrath that they they've had to deal with anytime the media sort of like um, uh, represents them in a wrong way and of course as we know like um, we know that um, a space like that it's so hard especially with the fact that there is nobody who is coming out and going to help you so there are gonna be so many things that are gonna go wrong there's so many situations in which things are not just gonna fit in the normal let's call it the normal way of how uh, things are supposed to run so for example, if a kid is there in such a space, if the media comes in and reports about this kid and talks about the future of this kid, it's a, it's a, it's a big space, but without any sort of like, let's say there's no informal uh, structure in it to, to enable a young kid growing up there to, to be able to become a responsible person in the society because there's no formal school or education system installed in it. So if the media comes in and just, you know, because they got a story and they start talking about it, it then becomes a huge thing, a, a huge threat to the parents and to the community itself. And so the community suffers this wrath from the government, which is inconsiderate. It's just that 
the government wants to react to the fact that some something was reported and um, and the government wants to a quick way to eradicate the news and be done with the news to be seen as you know the functioning factor while in fact uh, the measures that are put in space is just quick rapid way of response to the um, to the situation without really clearly um, looking into what are some long-term bearing fruit measures that could help or enable the space grow so i would pull up my phone and i would have like 10 people around me and i'm just pulling up my phone you know like 10 people around me and everybody's just on my face um everybody's just complaining and i'm black like them and things like that but this didn't matter really because they know each other and they know who who um who lives there and who doesn't live there and i don't want to take the advantage i didn't want to take the advantage of the of the of the space really to um to just because i'm black or just because i have a phone just you know to 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 take videos of the space i wanted to highlight on the fact that i was seeing something wrong and i wanted the world to also know um so it was it was it was almost like people are it was almost like people are neglecting what is happening and people are almost the first thing they see is their pain before they can they can it's i don't know how to best put it it's like it's like maybe let's say there is a dust on the floor there is a dust or something maybe um maybe there is like a a glass on the floor and the glass is dangerous um but the person wants to react to the pain that the glass is gonna cause before removing the glass off the floor you feel me so this means like it's just too painful it's just too extremely painful you know and because first of all i wouldn't growing up in kenya for example i thought that africans were really doing so bad with their immigrants but coming to europe and seeing this for the first time this got me shocked because these are the same people who are um who are being used um um to get um to get um uh, to get this uh crazily cheap labor and um they are very much exploited and they live in so much isolation one of the most disgusting thing was this um so i arrived there on on the 24th and we were already in the ghetto trying to um uh look for people to try to get connections and things like that on the 24th um there was electricity and then on the 25th there was electricity again on the 26th for the from the 26th whereby we stayed there for another 6 whereby we stay there for another um another 6 to 10 days there was no electricity and the government didn't provide electricity and their main um sort of argument was that they were trying to protect them from 
electrocution that might have been caused by the rains dropping and with the bad cabling of the area so a some of them were going every day into um every day they go to work at as early as um 4 a.m. in the morning and they come back home like really super late and they're going to have to sleep in their sort of like uh, iron sheet houses or some of them are like made of ba- boxes and cartons for like another 4 hours and without electricity and the place my you, you should remember that this was an air strip base so most of it the, the space is completely flat so when you're inside this house the whole entire night the wind the wind is too strong you can never trust the wind if the wind is going to be um it's going to be considerate of your house or is going to take the roof off the wind is just too strong and these people there's no any any walls that are regulating these winds so so it was just like it was just like really too extreme to see these images in one occasion i was also like um just seated um um just walking by the road and then um um the power company came there but when the power company came most of these people i want to tell to share with the world that the most of these people the people at bogomezanoni are the most friendliest people the most warmest people i ever seen walking on this planet apart from the ones that i left in africa they are super warm in that space i was reminded a lot about the african values like where like people just share things we would be walking there and trying to look for stories and some uh, they love to eat outside and they love to share food so you'd be walking by somebody's door and there's a couple of a group of them and they're eating and they would welcome you and they would want you to eat uh, to share they would want to share their food with you uh, they would want to know more about you and things like that they were the warmest people they were the most warmest people um, i guarantee you that and there's not it was just completely beautiful to hang out to hang around with them so on this occasion i'm i'm like um walking on the road and then there is like a uh, the power company that needs to restore the power there and guess what i see the policeman and they, they were escorted by the police and also at the same time the, this police had a gun and i'm just like asking myself why are the police here with a gun and why do they have to escort the power company what sort of an image is being painted on these people and so i pulled up my phone and i wanted to talk about this but before i could do that guess what again here they were so terrified and telling me please do not do that because when you do that the image that you create here is what later when you leave here comes and haunts us back you know these people are using the leverage of what you guys are doing the information that you guys are crewing here to sort of like push us and demonize us into even harder situation and this really it was like a shock i was I was in a complete utter shock like really I didn't know what to do anymore 
I just I just felt like I I had wished that my camera was too small and I had on that day I wished that even my phone was too small and I just wish that I wanted to share more with them and I just wanted to tell them on the importance on how to sort of like use that but maybe even that um, bad um, media to sort of like influence it to a negative to a positive way into a positive way i just wanted to tell them more but i couldn't this was like one of those situations where like in life you just feel like your voice is completely eaten into pieces because it's just the situation is just too complex you know as much as you want to do good, somebody tells you that good is still bad. You know, you know, it's it's really hard to understand that if somebody is gonna tell you like you're good, it's actually still bad, because it makes you feel like what is good. It makes you ask you what is good then if the good is still bad. You know, and I mean, and I still have a lot. We are still working on the documentary. But um, this Bobomizanoni space is really special. I feel like in 10 years, they're going to be like one of the biggest because right now they're trying, after the government left them on their own, they're trying to build up their own space. They're trying to build up their own houses. So it's like more of like, an, right now it's like more of an occupied space, you know. They get electricity from the government for free and a bit of water for free but in this during corona pandemic it's even more hard because um they've been abandoned by almost even the small groups of people who would come there to offer medical assistance there were situations where like um um like uh, a house catched fire and um if they would dare to report this, uh, these problems on how the the house catch the fire, it would just land negatively on them, and so it's almost like no one is interested to help in helping them more than just wanting to blame them. So they're trying to build this space, they're trying to um, make this place more like a livable place. Uh, there are some people who are making some small houses and trying to rent them for a cheaper price and things like that. And I feel like it's going to become um, like one of the most beautiful area zones in, in Italy in, in the coming years. And I just want, you know, this, the, the, this immigrants to be given the credit for that because right now they are going and working so hard. They are working in the farms. They are completely underpaid. You get like um, per hour, maybe somebody's being paid like five euro and they have to work almost for like 12 hours a day and they have to still support themselves here and also support their families back in Africa and things like that. Um, and in the years to come, somebody's gonna, people are just gonna go there. I'm just so concerned. I just hope that um, in the years to come, they can still protect this area and really be able to have it for themselves. Um, if children are going to grow from this space, they can learn to appreciate the struggle and the hassle from their parents. And and if there are people who are interested in helping them to really go there, I mean, it's, it's, it's really like a prison. All of them, each and every one of them got a story and a really life-threatening story on their journey all the way to Europe. Most of them spend like at 
least two years journeying all the way to Europe. And when they come or land in Europe, still they're being treated like animals, still they're being treated inhumanly. And this sickens me. This really cuts me to the throat and I really don't know what to do. I had wished that the Italian government would be more considerate. The fact that they are now the fact that they are now um, working in the farms, that the Italian government would really also, even if it cannot issue them with, even if it cannot cater for them in the, in the, in the, in the camps, that the Italian government would issue them with papers for them to work legally, for them to own property legally at least, um, and pay their taxes, be able to pay for their insurances and things like that, that the Italian government would use this uh, big number of houses which are, are not being used to just give them to live inside instead of this um, these really harsh conditions, spaces with no with no um, municipal sort of like uh, garbage waste collection or there's no toilets for them there's no like uh, there's no water sinks and things like that i would wish more for them you know the government of italy would really think about something more something more humane to help them with something more something something because they're already working so much to uplift the agricultural economy and we have intelligent there is this thing that you need to understand there are some of those immigrants or the migrants who are already skilled and there are some of them who are unskilled and really need to learn new skills in order for them to be able to be functional in the society majority of them are skilled learn it already um already um with a skill either in construction carpentry welding name it they're really good in farming i wish that the government of italy would utilize these skills and try to give them just their rightful place in the society that sort of caters for everyone as long as you're working as long as you're skilled and you are able to earn your space or your place in the society. I wish they would see that side of them more than just, you know, pesticide who want to take from an economy. Because as far as I'm concerned, I think the Italian government and Europe in general right now is the pesticide. They keep on just changing the script or the narrative, but they are the pesticide. They are the ones who are taking so much from them they don't give them a place. They are, first of all, immigrants. They are supposed to be protected. They are supposed to be. They are, they are supposed to be a tailored way for them to be able to be to be to be put into the society. But now, they they've lost that way, and they are still exploiting on them, and they're still taking from them. And this is just completely uncomprehensible i cannot stand a second about this we are in the fucking 21st century europe need to grow up there has been a lot of black exploitation and now we we are even extending it in fact they were paying germany is paying mil, millions of of euros to curb immigrants from parting their way through libya to europe they are paying, they cause war in Africa 
And then when Africans do not have a place to stay, when they do, they do not have an economy to feed their bellies, they still pay money for them not to come to Africa. Who is a pest in this whole of situation? Europe, it's time for us to wake up as young people and it's important for us to really start considering our choices because at some point we want this idea, this mentality, these stories around racism to end and we need to make step forward. This was me and um, I hope I shared a lot. I feel like uh, my I, my sound or my voice is really... I feel like I can feel like my voice is really... Um, I can feel the pain and, and, and my voice cannot just... Can't stay um, in one place. It's like all over. But I hope you enjoy this. We can share more. If you have many questions, just write me and we can be able to... Um, make this possible have a beautiful beautiful day and bye i'm good boy checking out see you